Good morning, everyone. Welcome to 3Q, New Mexico's premier business podcast. I am your host, Pam Myers with Pam Myers Social Media. And my wonderful co-host is the fabulous Erica Yoakum with Virtual Personal Assistant. <laughs> and our guest today is Jen Letterer. Jen is a keynote speaker uh, and a comedian. Uh, and welcome, Jen. Thanks for joining us this morning and happy Pride. Thanks for having me. Yes, it's a great day to be gay and yeah. everything in between. <laughs> right, love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought and, every day was a great day to be gay. And that's yeah. why you can say that sentence every day. That's right. right. <laughs> yeah. It's not just one month a year. Right? No. <laughs> yeah. um, so tell us how um, how did you get into doing what you do? I know. Um, if people listen to your YouTube uh, recordings, which they can easily find you all, all over social media. You can't get away from me, Pam. As Pam soon as not. I'm in your algorithm, good luck, people. Yeah. I'm going to be following you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you do talk a little bit about how you got started, but tell, tell, share with us on here how, for the listeners, how you got started in your, in your keynote speaking and as a comedian. Sure. It was, you know, serendipitously walking through doors and saying yes and saying yes and saying yes. Uh, Stand-up comedy was the one thing I swore I would never do. You know, I've been on stage my whole life. And so as soon as, you know, doth protest too much, I should have known that this is exactly where I was headed. Um, but in 2018, I painted an owl in an intuitive painting class and I finished the owl and I heard start comedy now. And I've learned, to, I know, can you imagine? I hate that that's my origin story, by the way. Like you don't get any more millennial than that story right now. Right, right. And, uh, but it is my truth. And so I accept it. And uh, that white room, involved. Yeah. Well, there should have been. I wish that there was some sort of explanation, completely sober. And um, the room that I painted the owl ended up being the room that gave me a three month residency and I started comedy and that was March of 2018 and I have not looked back. And before that I was doing motivational speaking and the feedback was always your funny stuff is amazing. Your funny stuff is where I really click in. So that kind of planted the seed. And I was like, for years, I was like, but no, I'm not that masochistic. I've been in point shoes. I'm not doing stand up comedy. Enough is enough. But, you know, anyway, I, I said yes to it, and I'm very glad that I did. And the storytelling workshops that I do now are very connected to the ways in which I've learned to find my own stories and connect to the things that are going to connect to my audiences. And that's ultimately what I teach people. It's not necessarily how to be funny. It's how to be honest. And when you are allowing yourself to be honest, there's a good chance that you're going to end up being funny. But you don't. You want to force the funny. No, right. Yeah. Okay. So, so then, then the pandemic, the poo poo hits the propeller. Oh yeah. And, um, right. And um, then what? I mean, there's so much fodder, like good and bad and awful and, and hilarious and stupid people and funny people and, you know, <laughs> craziness, everything going on. So yeah. is that, did you look at that? Like, you know, with a kind of an evil grin, like, oh my God, there's so much material. Or you, you just buckle in and, and try to look for the lighter side of, of what's going on. I mean, if, 
in my personal experience, I was coming out during all of this. Like when I started doing comedy in 2018, I truly did not know that I was queer. So my writing and my practice of coming back to myself and getting more and more honest, I kept writing these jokes. And one of the jokes that I just posted today, because I posted it a year ago today, and it's how I ended up coming out to the world and my parents and everyone. I was like, yep, I'm just going to do it through a comedy clip. And it's me saying, you know, I realized that straight women never sleep with other women. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, that, so I can't be, that means that I'm not straight. Like I truly had an, uh, an awakening of myself through writing Literally. comedy. And, you know, it's why I'm so passionate about storytelling because you can learn a lot about yourself and your business through the practice of returning and returning and returning. So selfishly, that's what I was doing during the pandemic was like oh, learning great. about, you know, myself and allowing it to come out through my art. Yeah. Wow. Actually, I think a lot of people learned about themselves in, yes. in the pandemic, right? Oh, a lot down. of new sexualities coming out of the pandemic <laughs> and went in. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not the only one there, that's and, for sure. You know, all, you know, all, you know, you know, marriages strengthened, marriages destroyed. You know, people right. like I did not realize my partner chewed like that. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right? So yeah. Well, good for you. That that must have been <laughs> shocking, right? Like like Oh, hey. It was, it was mm. shocking, but it also, you know, when you get the info about yourself, it's like when you sit down with a psychiatrist and they're like, you know, you have ADHD, right? And it's like, oh, and everything is just making sense, right? Yeah. So it was, it was it one bad right experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, thank oh. you for explaining who yeah. I am and how I am, because that's making a lot more sense. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I can also see how it totally plays in. I mean, having a comedic... Um, Going into speaking with a comedic approach completely yeah. transforms a speaking engagement because there's nothing worse than listening to a dry speaker. Ben Stein on stage. Welcome to Correct. my speech. We're going to talk about this today. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, not only that, but I was, you know, being in the motivational speaking world, I was seeing people who were one version of themselves on stage and another version of themselves when they got backstage. And I saw how they were talking to their assistant and I saw the insecurities just oozing out of them. And when I got into comedy clubs, I was like, these people are the motivational speakers. These people are the ones who aren't pretending to have the answers. They're just dumping their heart on stage and saying, this is what I've got, which is none of the answers and all of the honesty. And I was like, the people with the negative outlooks and the ones making fun of whatever are actually more motivating to me than the people in the motivational circuit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I agree. And so now you are in New Orleans right now, correct? I'm in New York right now. I'll be in New Orleans okay. tomorrow. Oh, okay. New Orleans mm -hmm. tomorrow. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Still then. coach. Uh, listen, extra leg room though, okay? So like, wow, really moving up in the world. <laughs> getting that, getting the seat in front of the emergency door and they go, that's right. Sure, because you know, you have boobs. Apparently that prevents you from being able to open the door. I'm like, I could bench press you, buddy. So just, right, you know, I know. Slide aside. Yeah, yeah. I'll pay for that extra room. That's so, right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's um, any advice that you would give to, you know, somebody trying to um, 
be a speaker. Obviously, you do coaching. So mm -hmm. I get this question to... a lot. And, you know, the the only answer is you have to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to start speaking. But a lot of people, it is known that they would rather die than public speaking. Right. They have more of a fear of death. Which I don't get at all. I mean, right. I, that is not one of my. So people have heard people say that before. And I go, really? I mean, I know I would. I feel that way about accounting. Uh, correct. <laughs> Make cold me look at my selling. numbers. Yeah. Cold, call, so, cold calling selling. Absolutely. Light me on fire. I'll run down the street naked, you know, before I do any of that. But talking in front of people. But yeah, yeah correct. You have to, but you're right. You don't know until you do it. You, you have to do it. But, you know, to find the happy medium there, because I do believe that safety above all else and our nervous system has to feel safe if we are going to show up and be honest. So get a group of friends together. You know, get on FaceTime with a friend and say, I just want to tell this story. I just want to start talking about my business. I just want to start sharing some of these stories that I think might be able to become something or might not, by the way. That might be the story that you're supposed to tell to be able to start figuring yourself out, right. you know. Um, but it does not have to be on a stage. You can look into open mics. You know, not everyone at open mics is trying to be a comedian. A lot of them are just trying to find their voice. Um, so figure out a place where you feel safe to start exploring your voice is my number one uh, piece of advice. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And people can sign up through your website, correct? To be, to have you go through coaching. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So go to my website. I'm going to be running a three week coaching group coaching in July, where I'm talking about storytelling. I'm going to talk about AI and chat GPT and how <laughs> you should and shouldn't be, you know, using it with your authentic voice and then also some on-camera techniques. So I'm going to, I'm going to go over a lot of that stuff. So definitely. And teaching the up. machines how to tell a joke. Is that what it is? That's what oh, I'm so glad that they're still uh, horrible at that. You know, they, they can't, <laughs> They can't do it. <laughs> yes, that's. I heard somebody liken it to when the when the toddler tells you the joke and forgets the pun punchline. Yes, right. It's kind of one of those where you sit there and go, "Yes, yeah." So, yeah. <laughs> Until yeah, I, that, I that can I, fake that humanity, we're okay. Yeah, I don't recommend <laughs> Chat GPT as a ghostwriter, but it is a great researcher. It is great for organizing your thoughts, putting together a marketing plan. There are ways the robot can work for you right. without it replacing your authentic voice. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's a great tool for some things. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being a guest today. Thanks for really. having me. You ladies yeah. are awesome. Yeah. Thank you. And good luck with your next couple weeks of speaking engagements. It sounds exciting. Thank you. I, I just I have I have one more quick question. Do yeah. you believe in because I'm dying to know because you're you do this professionally? Well, this is called three questions and we've reached the limit. So sorry oh, about no, it. No, no, no. Yes, but unfortunately, <laughs> I know how the tool works. So, um, <laughs> so do you believe in? I have to know. Do you believe in like PowerPoint Zen? Like, do you do you put slides up with like one or two words on them? You don't do the thing where you put that up and like there's you read it to the audience and then. God, no. Thank you. Okay. No. I, Your I, script yeah. should not be on any PDF for a read along, sing along moment. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> All together now. Yeah. No, no, it should not be that way. Thank you. Okay. That was, I, I feel better now. My life. Yeah, I'm glad you asked. That's, that. 
That's a good question, Erica. That was great. Yeah. yeah. Because how often do you see it that way? A lot. A lot. Yes. And I can read faster than you can speak. <laughs> right. Now I'm ahead of you and I'm bored. It's like, and right. I already and have Are you going to read it to you. me? Just <laughs> right. like, can I write? Because I'm done now. Can we go to yeah. <laughs> And there's always a typo. And now I'm looking at nothing but the typo. So right. stop. Okay. Like. Or yeah. I'm gonna, you're going to force me to look at your clothes <laughs> and get really brutal and stand there and start you know, critiquing you because I've already read everything that's on the screen. Yeah. Oh, the, the inner workings of your mind are fascinating, Erica. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think, yeah. Weird would probably be the weird, you know, the, the way we go. Yeah. You identify how you identify. <laughs> <laughs> I identify as weird. I need that cup. That's the cup I need. Yes. I love it. There. I have found myself today. That's great. Perfect. My job here is done. Thank you so much, ladies, for having me. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Join us again next week. Thanks, Bye. Jen. Thank you.